What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Elevated Perspectives Podcast. I'm your host, Justin, and on today's episode, I'll be sitting down with Mr. Rashid Dennis, otherwise known as International Swagger on Instagram. He is a DJ, a vibe curator, and a serial entrepreneur here in Playaville Carmen. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about why he chooses to call Playaville Carmen home, his travel journey over the past 15 years, and also some of the exciting upcoming adventures that he has planned for you. So stay tuned. Abroad. Sitting in Playa del Carmen with my boy Rashid Dennis. What's good? Building. What's good? How you guys doing today? Man, how you feeling? How you feeling? Man, I'm lovely, man. Just, you know, another day in paradise. Mm-hmm. It's hot out here. It's August. And it is paradise. Like, we're at his crib right now. And, yo, this, the view, the building, I mean, it's, 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 it's paradise. It's man. paradise, to say the least, man. So... I actually connected with Rashid, um, I think it was my first week here. Okay. Um, yeah. we, we had landed and um, China Box, your, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit more, but the food truck was right up the street from where we were staying. Okay. And ran into you and, and then ran into you again at the beach. And then after hearing a little bit about your story, I'm like, okay, following each other on, on socials. And so I'm like, I had to interview this brother, you know, just get to know him a little bit more. And I think that, uh, that you can impact a lot of lives just by talking about your story, where you're at now, man, and um, yeah, so we'll get into it. For those of y'all who don't know Mr. International Swagger on Instagram, he hails from Los Angeles, California, and he's been a, a resident here in Playa del Carmen since 2013. Um, you know, you are a, a DJ curating events, creating beautiful uh, social events and experiences, infusing food and, and music and culture. Uh, here in Playa and worldwide too, yeah. right? Like, um, so you've been traveling the past twenty years. Yeah, man. My, you know, my first trip, like most most Black Americans, I think, is Jamaica. That was my first trip. That was mm-hmm. like twenty two thousand what two thousand three or whatever. And uh, you know, from there, it just kind of you know piqued my interest. I was always interested in traveling. You know, ever since I was a kid, I I used to love uh, Brazilian music, film, and things of that nature. And so, but it wasn't until, you know, I was able to graduate, get my own yeah. money yeah. to where I was able to, you know, put that in and, and, and to be able to just make it happen. So, um, my first place I lived out the country was Brazil. You know, I lived in was Rio. Rio. Yeah. Rio. And now we talked a lot about Rio. I mean, I love Rio. I love Rio de Janeiro. Rio's amazing. Um, <laughs> and so you talked about after college is when you really got to start. You yes. went to Clark Atlanta, right? Yeah, Clark Atlanta so, University. Find, find a way to make one. Yeah, Kappa Alpha. Is so Kappa Alpha Psi. <laughs> was, was being in Clark Atlanta, like, how did that inspire travel? Like, did you know after you graduated you wanted to move abroad? Or did you think, did you take a semester abroad? Like, Man, you know what? what? I, I didn't take inspired. any. I didn't take any semester abroad. Like, you know, pretty much. Um, you know, when I was in college, I was just focused on graduating. You know, of course. you know, uh, doing social activities and, and that nature. I was totally focused on that. But you know, in the back of my mind, I, I always wanted to. I always wanted to travel. You know, so pretty much the year after, I just started kind of making it making it a priority for me. Mm. Right. So. You know, I would take, you know, have group trips. I would go to, you know, go to Colombia, Dominican Republic. This is like 2004 and 2005. Yeah. You know, and actually just just go meet people. Yeah. Like meet people really not staying on any all inclusive resorts, you just know, meet people traveling. online like and just get out in the streets. That's dope. And just, and just make it happen. So. How, so how were y'all meeting people back then? Was it like through fail? Yeah, that Man. was Facebook days, early nah, Facebook days. Nah, this was days. like, we was using like High Five, Amigos, like these, <laughs> these are like sites that ain't even happening no more. But then, yeah. but you know, you would do that, but then also you would just, I would just go out, you and know? You, yeah, you see people go at the out, bar and... You know, meet people, you know, be out on the beach and just, you know, kind of social, you know, socially traveling. And and also like, I used to use couch surfing, this website. Got you, got you. So this was like a, a site where you can kind of peer to peer, meet people. Yeah. And kind of, so I always like to know people wherever I'm going. Right, right. So and that you land and you kind of have that instant Marty, connection. You exactly. already plugged in. Like, mm-hmm. so, so it was trips to like Jamaica. I know you said you went, you lived in Rio first. Yes. Yeah. How long were you, um, were you there? Because that was your, your first big move abroad, right? Yeah, that was my first, first move abroad. And it, it kind of, moving to, living to Rio kind of came about just, just from opportunity, just from knowing people. Mm. Once, you know, I saw an opportunity uh, to do business in, in Rio de Janeiro. And so this was like 20, 2011, 2012, 2013, when the, Brazil was at the height yeah. of its e- economic yeah. uh, powers at that particular time. They had people, you know, everybody was able to 
to forward a lot of things. So I saw a, I saw a need in far as far as like GNC supplement style mm. kind of business. Right, you were telling me, yeah, exactly. So you know, so they're people, super healthy out there. Like they love they, working out. You go in, in Brazil, you take on the their beach, health very seriously. Yeah, they take it very seriously. Yeah. So and they're willing to spend on it. Got you. And so it was, I was able to to link up with about eight different stores across Brazil, mm. Rio, Sao Paulo, uh, Brasilia, which is the capital. And, and just meeting other uh, store owners who needed a direct supply of supplements from the states to be able See, to see that, that. That's where I'm just like, that's the shocking part. Cause like, how are you <laughs> not caught up like after college in like that corporate life? You know what I mean? So oh, you I were was. just like, I'm traveling. Yeah. Were you still doing like the corporate? Yeah. You know, nine yeah. to five. Thing I was. Yeah. Home? I was. I was still working. You know, I was. Uh, I worked for the federal government. My first mm. ten years when I when I first graduated. Okay. And so, but from there, when I was living in Atlanta, um, you know, the first two years, you know, in, in Atlanta, I was like, okay, this is cool. But I was like, man, I wanted something more. You know, going out, you know, the clubs. It was it was popping. I, I it was a great time. Yeah. This is when Visions was, was open. This is <laughs> two thousand two to two thousand about four. You know, like I was I was loving it, but yeah. I always knew that there was more. You know what I'm saying? And then gotcha. I'm living in Atlanta. Atlanta is a is a it's Hart, Hartsfield Jackson International Airport is there. Mm-hmm. I can go anywhere from Atlanta. Yeah, I can, can go direct anywhere. So you know, at the particular time, I just started going trips on the weekend. I would go to I would go to Columbia. I would look up deals. Be able to just I would literally I would literally I would work a four ten schedule. So I would be off uh, on Friday, and then some day, So I would leave on Thursday. I would my work, <laughs> my office was downtown Atlanta. Yeah, I used to take the Marta. Right with my bag, with my little weekend bag, and Yo. literally come back <laughs> Monday morning. Like, you know, the flight from Brazil yeah. leaves at night. Yeah. I get in the morning, and but I wouldn't tell nobody because you know people were just jealous. They were. That's that's. You know it was a different time. Like people were. I couldn't tell. I, it's was, still it, like that. It's still like that. And I would if they were asked like, "Oh, what'd you do this weekend, Rashid?" I'm like, "Oh, I, man, did you catch the Falcons game?" I would. Mm-hmm. I'll play the role. Like. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go along to get, but I'm not gonna yeah. let you guys know. Yeah. What I'm really how doing. is he in Colombia? Every, how much are we paying him again? <laughs> that, is he working? Yeah, they still do the same thing, especially working remotely. It's like exactly, yeah. Yeah, where are you at now? You know what I mean? So right, a lot of companies right. they want you to be in the U.S. or okay. in the state. Sometimes in the city, come in once or twice a week. Exactly. But yeah, that's so that's yeah. dope. So every so on Thursday you pack a bag. I'll be out. <laughs> my girlfriend was in Miami. Okay. And so I would. I would go. I would go there. Go to Miami. Yeah. Go to New York. See my brother. I just. I couldn't stay still after two years of graduating. I was like, okay, I had enough. You know, mm. Atlanta. It kind of run its course a little bit. So you were um, ready to get out. I was ready. It was cool to you know. I get my get money. Do you know? I was I was doing real estate as well on the yeah. side, so I could do that. But on the weekends, I just had this wanderlust. Mm. You know, I, I had to get out. I had to. The world is a bigger place than what was in that in that back. Even Atlanta. I love Atlanta. Atlanta. I love Atlanta. But Me too. It, it was too. The world is too big. Like, I had to go go out and see it and do it. And in a lot of these, um, a lot of some of those websites where I was using couch surfing, that enabled me. That was kind of my outreach to the world because I would host people too, like, right? Be able to come through, right? And it just, man, it just, and it, it just kept going. And I ended up being so many people, so many connections, and that really got me to where I am today. Like, so that's really man, like the. Uh, I feel like once you kind of narrow down your process when it comes mm-hmm. to traveling, that's really when it gets exciting because, yeah. you know, in today's world, it's like, okay, we're, there's Airbnb, there's Verbo, but if right. you could tap into like, you know, different rental sites, groups, mm-hmm. and just who you know, because right. oftentimes it's like, okay, if I want to rent somewhere in Rio, you kind of got to know a little somebody, you know, down there on the ground because mm-hmm. they're going to try to tax you on the internet if you, you know, you're a foreigner. So, right, right. Um, so that's dope, man. So like, where was the most, yeah, I know you went to Columbia out of like the Americas. Mm. What was kind of like, would you say it was Rio? Was your favorite? Oh, I mean, Brazil is my, my number one country. Mm. Like Brazil, yeah. I mean, in, in the Americas, it's Brazil, Mexico, of course. Yeah. And Cuba, those are my top three, period. Cuba, like, really? Cuba, I love Cuba too. I love Trinidad too. I mean, yeah. I love Jamaica too. I mean, yeah. it kind of depends on what you what you want. Because, yeah, if you want a little more city than the Caribbean offers, exactly. then you got to... Yeah, you got you can't be to, in the Caribbean. Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, you could be in, in, in Santo Domingo. Yeah. Dominica, yeah. Santo Domingo has kind of yeah. a city vibe. Yeah. Uh, you know, Dominican Republic, but Rio has like, has really has it all. The music, the culture, got the people, you, got you. it has that, it has that feeling. So, so Rio, you, you live there long-term, right? So you yeah. left the States 
Did you leave the nine to five behind, or did yeah, you? Yeah, left them. Yeah. Okay. Nine to five, took a buyout. You know, I was able at this particular time. I was, I had my real estate going in Atlanta. Yeah. To where I was able to sustain myself, because I mean, a lot of times when I was coming in for those trips, I would just be, I would sit in my office and I'll just be like, "What am I doing here? Hmm. What? Like, this is not me, right? At all, right? You know what I'm saying like I'm making good money." It, it enabled me to, to get to where I was able, you know, be able to establish myself. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't see myself being there with those people. Like these people, like they, this is like all they knew, all they whole life. And like one of the main turning points for me, man, real talk, was when I was in, I was in Hawaii. I was with my girlfriend at the time. This happened in like 2007. My dad and my dad and uh, my dad and my mom, they was on a cruise to Hawaii. And I remember seeing them get off the cruise, and they rolled off. Like this is in Maui, and they rolled off like you know, you know, the cruise thing opened up, yeah. And it was like a whole bunch of just senior citizens getting off, rope wheelchairs, mm. and I was like, you know what? I ain't waiting. I am not gonna wait yeah. till I'm 68, yeah, retired. And you gotta have a chaperone, somebody chaperone pushing you along. Exactly. And then five years later, who knows? You know what I'm saying? A lot of these people, when they were retired yeah. from their jobs, they they dead. Yeah. You know, honestly. so like, well, you know, so I was like, I'm not, I, I wasn't going to wait. I, I told myself then, I was like, man, I'm, I'm on the right path because I, I don't want to wait to enjoy life. Man, that's you dope. I mean? and, and once you realize that, mm. going back to the cubicle in your office and, and really seeing, <laughs> for me, it was like, okay, what am I paying for back here in Atlanta? Because mm-hmm. it has gotten mm-hmm. so expensive to try to travel as much as you want to, but also right. try to maintain a lifestyle at home. Yes. Um, so what you did was smart, you know, with, with real estate going too. So yeah, able yeah. to sustain yourself. Um, in the in the beginning, you know, so how was how was Rio? Like, what challenges yeah. did you face? I know Ooh. it was sunshine and beaches and yeah. Yeah. pretty women and like you know what I mean, yes. parties and stuff yes. like that. But yeah. um, Portuguese, like Portuguese how is a beast. it is a beast. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds so good though. Uh huh. It sounds so good. I mean that and that and and, and that's the thing, like. When you when you're in school, learning languages, yeah, man, that's not it. You can do it, but it's way when you're in when you're in the mix and doing yeah. it, and when you're with the people, you're yeah. singing, you're dancing, you're interacting. That makes you want to learn a language. Yeah, it and comes it, it comes naturally, and like through exactly. music too. Through music, I want to understand that's, lyrics. That's been mm-hmm. really big on my mind lately. So I'm right. like on Spotify has you know the lyrics will pop up yep. and you can hit yep. translate if you want to know yeah. what it says. So that's been working for me. But yeah. you want to be ingrained in the culture, you Facts. know, so yeah. that you can actually meet people and not have surface level conversations, right? But actually be able to respond back, ask them questions, get to know mm-hmm. them. On a deeper mm-hmm. level, plus if you're dating, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, you need that. I mean, shoot, I it was I, I was uh, I was dating this one one young lady in Sao Paulo. Yeah, she didn't know no English and, and my Portuguese, but my I got my Portuguese was getting so much better because I was with her the whole time. I, gotcha. I was going to weddings with her, social events, mm. you know, in Sao Paulo. Like, man, that was it was a vibe, you know. But it was it was also glad I was you know be, to be able to to be able to experience that now, yeah. you know, looking back at it, like we're still friends, you know, to this day. Yeah. And, um, it, it was, it was beautiful. You know what I mean? To be able to experience that. And, and, and she got a chance to see how, how black, how, how our brother from the States is, you know what Man. I'm saying? She, she'll never, she ain't never going to forget. It. I ain't never going to forget her either. Man, that's dope. You know? <laughs> so we're, we're friends. I know friends wanted to come down and visit yeah. you. Is that Thanks. kind of how, tell me how like, um, the DJ, you know, bring people together started. Cause I know, mm-hmm. um, from what I'm assuming, I know for me, it's just like, hey, I'm having a great time. I want y'all to come in, have right. a great time, but I right. also want to connect with the locals. So you're trying Facts. to pull everybody in. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, well, yeah man. I mean, here in Playa, you know, I, I've you know I've lived here since twenty since 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, mostly before, you know, I was kind of you know more doing you know doing real estate back home. I wasn't really creating anything here in 2013. Mm-hmm. For you know, I was. We would bring bring people here for trips, but nothing like on a regular regular basis. Gotcha. So that kind of all changed during COVID, pretty uh, much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So this was like November. I would say this was this was like November 2020, and um, you know a lot of people, you know they they know me here from you know bring bring people together. Have I would have Thanksgiving events at my house. Like back then, it was a small local black local like expat yeah. kind of vibe. It yeah. wasn't like it is now, right? Like. We would get, we would kind of get together. I had a um, I had a Juneteenth uh, event in 2020 
this was like the first time where people started really kind of being outside. It was a hard lockdown. Yeah. From like May, from March 2020 to June. Mm. And then that particular June, I was like, yo, let's let's have, let's bring everybody out. Let's get people out. We're going to uh, we did a dinner, a Juneteenth dinner party. Right. At uh, Trujillo. So we had like 60, you know, 60 expats or whatever. Black expats came yeah. out. And it was cool, you know what I mean? It was nice. It was a, it was a chance for people kind of like to, to get, come, come together, together a little bit out, out, yeah, you know. And so that was that was that was nice. It was a beautiful event. And uh, so from there, we started doing some more game nights, and that's how even like so Jug Joint started in November 2020. Got you. Because at first we were like, I want to do something with games, like yeah. just a game night, simple, put on some hip hop R and B, yeah, and just chill a vibe. And so it started like that. And then eventually, as more people started coming, they were like, okay, we need to do it every week and mm. have a, different, a lot of different talent. And DJs were coming in, escaping COVID in the States, and they see that, okay, this is a place where people are actually celebrating and living right, life. Right, right. Because I know that, that yeah. flip switches from like, hey, I just want to go out to Cancun, you know, Cancun's right. little brother, Playa, yeah. to hang out because it's open right now versus right. like, people are living here? Yeah. I don't know when I heard about final Carmen. It was probably just mm-hmm. before the pandemic 2019. Okay. But I know you and I were just talking about like people wanted to move here just because they see that's where black people live. Right. 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 And sometimes yeah. I'll be in Tulum and I'm like, wow, people, they've just brought Atlanta to Tulum. Like, yeah. How does that, because I know it went from such a small group um, yeah. from hosting Thanksgivings to like this is right. a city now where exactly. people yeah. flooded. They yeah, flooded the game. I'm seeing that. Um, yeah. Even yeah. after the past year, bro, I haven't been here in like over a year. So okay. I'm like, wow, like it is doubled in growth, you know, when mm-hmm. I'm seeing black people just out and about. So, right, right. yeah, how has that vibe affected, you know, yeah, it's, the it's, scene, the nightlife, all that? Yeah, it's been beautiful because, you know, before, you know, before I, st- before I started, you know, doing weekly events, you know, with Jug Joint, you know, on Wednesdays, Vibes Only on Fridays and yeah. She's Groove on Sundays. There was really there was no music. That's why I started it because there was no music that that I that I really liked to enjoy. Yeah, that's the only reason why I yeah. started it. Like I was I would literally sit back and be like, "This ain't it." Yeah, I know in Guadalajara <laughs> when I was living there, it's like you go out and it's like do 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 exactly all yeah. night every single bar every, every night, single club. Yeah. And Playa and Playa, you know Playa. I came. I originally came to Playa. Uh, I started really coming for. I came for. I, I love house music. You know, I like all kind of music, right? Nice. So I came originally for for a house music festival yeah. in okay. 2012. Really? Okay. And so I came came for that, and that that's what kind of really put Playa on the map for me. Yeah. Because that's that was kind of like the music vibe then. But you know, we wanted to bring I wanted to bring you know different a different vibration, and that's you know that's what we end up doing with um you know international swagger yeah. and, and all that. So so I know you have so you have Sundays. Shade, shade Groove, yeah, right? Shades Groove, and Shades yeah, Groove, Shades and that's Groove. the day party. Yeah, day party. We do that at day, okay. and we do that um, as, at night as well. So it kind of just depends on the vibration we're doing. Um, you know, we do that mostly at night. Vibes only. We're doing that uh, Friday night. That's going to be at Musa. It's a it's a very nice on Eighth Street, a beautiful beach bar. Bad. When does that um, start? Because I'm ready. That's going to start I'm this ready. Friday. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, cool. Yeah, we're going to start that back, and then of course Jug Joint. Uh, we do that. At Quinta de Piedra every first and third Wednesday. I can't yeah. be doing it every every week. Y'all be tiring me out. Man, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't yeah. Every week. Every Ooh. week is a lot, you know. So I had to I had to kind of peel back and just, you know, provide it, but not all you know, I gotta make people miss it a little bit too. You I know, got it's you. important. Um, I had, I had seen um, a travel noir. I don't know if it was that one or it was like an Airbnb um, travel. Oh, the, who, yeah, the who's who in, in black travel. And I know it talked yeah. about one of the groups that you. I think you were a part of. Or yes, were you, yes. Okay. Up so up in the air life. Up in yeah. Up, up in the, the air, air lives. Life. Is yeah. that still going or? Yeah. Up up, up in the air life. Yeah. Still the company. I, I don't. I no longer work with up in the air life. Gotcha. But it's like one of my good friends. Uh, business. One of my big friends in business, Claire Suarez. She, okay. We actually. Through up in the air life, yeah, we did the first trips with up in the air life were here in Playa del Carmen. Gotcha. So we brought you know about 60, 70 people here for the Mikasa Music Festival, yes. which is the festival that was in 2013, yeah. and we did that for about three years. So, what goes into planning such a big trip? Because oh, people are flying in from different cities and yeah. the states, they got mm-hmm. you know, they want to stay in their own, you know, whatever preference. Like, yeah, how, how did y'all go about organizing that, and how do you like to go about, I should say? 
Man, so, you know, all, a lot of that is just, you know, relationships. Okay. You know, it's here. So we have, you know, you know, great relationships with all the, you know, being living here, I've been able to establish relationships with the hotels, the vendors, mm. everything to make, you know, this is, Riviera Maya is a tourist it infrastructure is. for the most part. That's, that's where the money is as far as it brings. So they're going to yeah. be able to accommodate. They accommodated us and laid everything out. But of course, you have to have the customer service aspect of it too. And that's yeah. where, you know, I come in and, yeah. and the branding part of it to make it, to make it look good. Gotcha. Right. So, um, so yeah, we would, you know, we would have those trips. I also work, we, we would work with a couple of uh, lifestyle brands in the United States where they want to bring their particular, uh, their, their event or their party. Mm. And we create it here. So, so, so it's a lot of moving parts, a lot of people involved, but Absolutely. it's all relationships. Yeah. Cause yeah, that's one thing. Like I think it's interesting about Playa because it's not just an expat hub. It's, no. it's, it's always been a tourist right. destination and all of like the economy is wrapped up in that tourism. So mm-hmm. it's dope to see people coming here to move, but then they're also starting their own thing. Like you, you know, right. like yourself. So it's like right. you are a part of the tourism in Playa, you know, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So like a staple, um, <laughs> <laughs> Which is good, you know. I'm not saying yeah. like it's it's not because that's that's what functions, you know. Being from yeah. um, my family, being from the Caribbean, like I think Grenada and like a lot of smaller mm-hmm. islands are just now getting on the map. Yeah, with, they are with that high, I guess, um, the higher quality like tourism. So right. getting people to hear about it and, and find out about it. So exactly. Um, with the infrastructure changes, like I guess what what do you miss about the old playa? What do you love about mm. the new playa? Man, that, that's a good question. That's a real good question, yeah. man. Um, I would probably have to say, like, the old the old playa, like, pre-COVID playa. Yeah. I would say, let's say pre-COVID playa. Um, it was just more, it was, it was more low-key. It wasn't as Americanized. Really? Nah. Okay. It wasn't as Americanized. It wasn't as many Americans. It was always been Canadians. But, man, when I first came here, people were scared. They didn't, like, they thought I was crazy for moving here. People yeah. thought they was like, I remember you were going to the cartel. That. You work for the cartel. You gonna get your head cut off? <laughs> What's going on, Rashid? Why are you? But now, like after you know, when after COVID, that start people started coming, mm. and now people are not as scared anymore, which is beautiful. So that, is. I think that's the that's what it is. Like now, it's not people aren't as scared to come. People still are still get through. Like, is it safe? Yeah, bro. Yeah. It, it's been about three years. Every everybody's on Instagram talking about it. And it it's safe. You just have to, bro. Know it's how to move. that's interesting. Like, yeah, because it goes in waves. I remember right. Rio. I think Rio still has a bad rap. Yeah, as far as crime and safety, but it wasn't. It's not as bad as it was in like 2020, 2019, 2018. People were like, do not go. Yeah. Same with Mexico, like you said yeah, back right. in the day. People you, are just like, yeah, but you, you gotta you, like. I've always moved with it, thought with the mentality. Like, I mean, you can't don't don't let the media dictate what what you're gonna yeah. do. Don't let yeah. anybody yeah. dictate what you because you, you're gonna be listening. If you're gonna be listening to what they say, you you you're gonna sit at home and you ain't never gonna get your passport. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't never gonna do anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you have to. You you just gotta go. You do. You have to discover yeah. it because um, yeah. You'll be shocked, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you'll be shocked when you get to places like Colombia, and it's like yeah. everyone is just trying to help you. Even as right. a family, I'm down in Colombia, and it's like people aren't rude or stopping because, oh, you uh, know, you're, you're inconvenient with your stroller and this and that. Like, everyone right. was genuinely just helping more yeah. so than in the States. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and, I, and I think that's another part, like, I probably what I miss about, I think, old play, and you still have it, but I think people here more, they're, they're more used to tourists now. They're more used to... Yeah. They're not not as an as an anomaly as before. You yeah, know what I mean, so you still have the Mexican people are great. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. they they they're very nice. Like they're very welcoming. You know what I'm saying? Like as long as you you show love, they're gonna yeah. show love. Like in and, and I and I, I found a lot back in you know before, especially coming from California and a lot of people in border towns. There's like a decision. They like oh they they like it. Yeah, everybody's cool here. You know, you just have to. You know, just give respect, show respect, and it's it's all good. Exactly. Try to learn the culture, not just come here to, to be a taker. Exactly. Um, yeah. So that's that's dope, man. And and I know because you went from did you go from Southeast Asia to here to Playa? Like, where were you before? Right before this, I was in Brazil. Before okay. I okay. Here, yeah. Okay. But I've been I've, I've been you know I never lived in Southeast Asia, but gotcha, I've, I've gotcha. been you know Thailand, Korea, Japan, yeah. Bali. You know I've been there. It's been a minute. I haven't been. I haven't been to Asia since like 2020. 
Yeah, I miss man. Asia though, but that's yeah. that's that's the dream right there, man. Yeah. Is, is I I need to get over there. I haven't mm-hmm. been on the continent, so um, oh, you ain't you ain't been Africa. I've been to uh, Morocco, oh, and Morocco. that was for like a second. Okay, okay. that was for like yeah. three days. Yeah, Morocco. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, love, um, I love the motherland, man. It's a different kind of love over there. I saw um because you were in e- you went to Egypt, you went to yes. Ghana. Yeah, I never been to Ghana, man. Okay, I, okay. I, I, I've been to Ghana, I've been to Egypt, uh, Sudan, uh, Kenya. Mm. Tanzania, South Africa, uh, Ethiopia. Yeah, how are you embraced uh, as as a black oh, American? Man. See, y'all about to make, I'm about to cry now. I was just looking at a picture with, because my, my brother my brother's wife uh, is is from Sudan. Okay. So he got married there. Yeah. You know the the wedding was in Sudan. I was just looking at a picture, man, uh, of us at the wedding. That was the most one of the most beautiful experiences really? I've ever had in my life. Trust me, man. Like there is no like Sudan. Nobody goes to Sudan, first yeah, of all. Yeah, yeah. Right? And to get to, to go to Sudan, you have to have, like, a, it's a very tough visa to get, right? You have to go through and know somebody. Mm. Luckily, and see, this is from the connections, like, I yeah. met in Brazil. I used to, one of my one of my, uh, my homeboys, Omar, his dad is a diplomat in Sudan. He was living in Brazil. So I met him. This was, like, when I was living in Brazil. Interesting. And so when I went to my brother's wedding in Sudan, they, they invited me to stay at their house. At the, at the amb- he was the ambassador for Chad from, yeah. from Sudan. So I stayed at their house, and the wedding was in, was magnificent, marvelous, man. Like such a beautiful, pe- beautiful man, people, I'm beautiful learning, energy. I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot because I didn't yeah. even think about that. Yeah, like the, the visa requirements for um, yeah specific countries in Africa mm-hmm. are a lot tougher. But yeah, like yeah. if you met somebody, they're like, hey, you know, he's staying with us, right? Type yeah. of thing. You have that, yeah, that document. Yeah. And, then, and, and it's and, and being in that, especially like, you know, I've, I've been in you know, East Africa and yeah. in these regions. There's nothing like seeing. So, like, say, for instance, I'm, I'm driving down the street. You see a billboard with black men drinking tea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Where does that happen at? Yeah, Anywhere. Never. They never show it? us being because that's associated with like peacefulness and that's yeah. what i felt in morocco man was right. like everywhere we went we had the um the mint tea right um the berber tea and like right. it was just so much hospitality and respect yeah. mm-hmm. and it was also just a very um spiritual place too mm-hmm. you know because of cultural you know cultural religious um beliefs that are out there but right everyone i don't know i felt very at peace very at ease but yeah again, it, it's, it's beautiful to be in a place where they they give you the benefit of the doubt. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like every they looking at you at, as a as they're they're admiring you. Yeah. They're like, man, you you from America? You came way out here? Like it's respect. Wow. Like it is like and yeah. That, and that's what I that's like for me like being that's what I love I love being in Africa, man. Because like, like they 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 show love. Like, yeah. They like man, you from L.A. You from like they yeah. it's like they seen. Like, for real, like, I'm telling you, like, trust me, I, t- yeah. I, I, I talk to everybody, man, definitely. And there's, like, I love Mexico, but, man, if, if, if it wasn't for the distance and for things I need yeah. to handle, yeah, I would love to be over there. Because sometimes, like, you know, I, I like mm. Latin America, too, but I think, you know, yeah. there's, the, there's that point of me sometimes where I'm just like, okay, if it wasn't for the money mm-hmm. and the U.S. dollar conversion, would y'all right. still embrace us? the way that yeah. you do, you know, because black people mm-hmm. are a big part of tourism and travel right. and contribute yeah. that. But Definitely. Um, it, it's it's the way that you're embraced, right? It's like, hey, there's no expectation. I just like the fact that you're here experiencing our culture. Yeah, like, yeah. That's what I enjoy. Yeah. Um, and I can't think of, out of my travels, um, I don't know, I would say, I would say Morocco, bro. Morocco, like, yeah. They were, that's one of the only countries that was just like okay. respectful, like, yeah. Of just me being there. Yeah, um, you would love Kenya. Then. You would love Kenya and We might Ethiopia. be checking that out this yeah, year. Kenya, so Kenya, Kenya, Ethiopia, um, Sudan. Of course, it's, the political yeah. situation there is is not good anymore. No, yeah, yeah. Um, Egypt, but not I, like I. You know, we've with up in the air life. You know, brought three big groups. You know, we brought like the biggest right. groups. Uh, you know, there we brought like seventy five people there. We mm. did a whole. You know, started on the Nile River, luxury yeah. cruise, you know, yeah, through the river and Egypt. Like once you go to Luxor and Aswan, some of the places in lower, 
Cairo, I wouldn't really recommend. That's what I've heard. Not yeah. great things, especially from like women who are out there. I'm just yeah, like, absolutely. Eh, I just yeah. skip that. But Luxor and some of those, if you go to Southern Egypt, yeah. like, like you know, I, I was wearing the full Galabea. Like they thought I was, they was like, "Oh, you Egyptian?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm Egyptian." You, yeah, you fit the description. Brown yeah, that, skin, yeah, that, light they, skin, like, thought, yeah, yeah. They thought I thought I was, I did, you know, Rashid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm home. Yeah, I, and and I really felt at home That's there. Dope. I still got my Galabeans. I when I came I back, kept it too. Yeah, yeah. I, I rock them. Some I was rocking yeah. them in Playa. They thought I was crazy. <laughs> you stay cool though. Oh, they Maybe hella cool. cool. I, you know, you you can just wear wear that and mm-hmm. just you good. So, but yeah, man, Africa is, is is beautiful, man. South Africa. I spent New Year's there uh, a few times. Yeah. I, I used to I was I used to date a girl uh, in South Africa. That's why I was going out there. So it's like man. love love takes you to these places too. When it travel, does. You know? It does. It's and, funny. Uh, I mean, I met I met a couple at a co working space here. Mm-hmm. The the girlfriend was from South Africa. Okay. The dude was from the U S. But um, they were together. She couldn't get into the U.S., so they settled on Here. Mexico. Yeah, that's a lot. Until of they figured it out. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's interesting, man. So yeah, you travel for love, for uh, business opportunities. Yeah. yeah. Um, general, yeah. I know you. We talked a little bit before the episode started, but about um, you wanted to bring uh, Capasai. Yeah, now, Cap yeah. Alpha Psi. Cap Alpha. Yeah, get that Alpha. right, brother. You know, <laughs> you know, I have to get you in the cut over here, dog. <laughs> Kappa Alpha Psi Kappa Fraternity Alpha Psi Incorporated. Fraternity. So that's it right here. Hey, yeah. and we that's should, it, yeah. yeah, that's Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. There you go. And on both cameras, Cancun so, alumni. So, the Cancun yeah. alumni, what is the purpose of starting the chapter here? Like, what's the significance? I know we talked about regionally, it's a good yes, spot, absolutely. Um, but what do you want it to look like? Well, man, Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, you know, we're going to be Cancun alumni chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, so will be the first international chapter of Cap Alpha Psi in Mexico. You know, currently, you know, there's a we have a chat we have chapters in Canada, Toronto, yeah, South Africa, Germany, uh, Korea, Japan. Yeah. But being, you know, this is the closest North American North American neighbor, so much, you know, cultural, historical significance. And there's already about fifteen or twenty brothers here. You know, living here. Really? In, in, okay. Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be, you know, we're gonna be able to have all of our programming here, all of our guy ride, all of our events. Yeah. Based here in Cancun, Playa del Carmen, and also Tulum as well. So we're just going to be able to carry on tradition and, and, and be able to have fellowship and brotherhood uh, here in Riviera Maya. So I'm really looking forward to it. You know, yeah. we, we have already 40 brothers already. They've already financially committed. Yeah. And uh, we'll probably be we're going to be chartered here probably like in the next month or two. Man, I know yeah, people so. are gonna they're gonna appreciate that, man. Like the Absolutely. people in the fraternities, because I mean, and I'm ignorant to it. Like I'm yeah. Canadian, and I didn't go to like look. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I didn't go to HBCU. I didn't even go to U.S. college. So right, right, for me, right. I'm just like, so what does that mean? Are you yeah. guys? It's not associated with any school in no. particular. It's just we're gonna we're, we're gonna be an alum, we're an alumni alumni. Chapter. Okay, okay, alumni chapter. So you know, brothers who would want to. To become uh, members, yeah. Um, to have you know, into we'll, we'll be having intake as well. Uh, but we'll be having accepting new members. Got you. Who who are, who want to live? Who are living here or or be able to have a? This is kind of like a base, right? Like so, a lot of people who move here, you me included, it's become Playa del Carmen and Riviera Maya has become not only a place where you can live, but kind of a base where you can invest in, mm-hmm. and just a place where you can always come back to. Yeah. Right. It's so close. It's yeah. hour and a half from Houston. Uh, hour and a half to Miami, two yeah. and a half to Atlanta, to Atlanta yeah. three to New York, three to so it's it's almost like being in an in the U.S. But you're in Mexico, exactly. you know what I'm saying? So yeah. so you have the you have the proximity and the logistics to be able to uh, to be able to live here nice. You have a lot of the infrastructure, right? You have you know a lot of people. Even though I'm not like a big mm-hmm. Walmart Santa's Club, a lot of people want that. So right. you have that. You have movie theaters and, and it's only getting bigger like, and it's only getting bigger the investment is yeah. only getting bigger so it was only right and factual for us to be able to and we have so, and so, so many ladies here too so there's people mm-hmm. families and so you know cap alpha side you know achievement in every field in a human endeavor and we just want to be able to bring that same kind of energy that we have in the u.s here to mexico and be able to amplify it here as well so man we'll put we'll put the information in the description too for this episode so like so yeah this is you know this is a la fete du rose man uh amazing amazing taste it's the it's uh 
it's it's a beautiful wine, man. Imported it's, from Central Pay. Central Pay. Yeah, Central okay, Pay, okay. Cote de Provence, uh, so Provence Rose. Uh, we're doing the importation here for it here in Mexico, and so it's going to be available at all the major beach clubs uh, from Tulum to Cancun and, and in between the Playa del Carmen. So we're looking forward to uh, to having this here. It's currently the third uh, largest luxury brand of rosé in the United States. The tagline is La Feta's a party and everyone's invited. So amazing taste, man. You definitely man. gonna, you know, you and wife, you're gonna have to pull yeah. up and, yeah. and enjoy. I, I need to, I need to get some of that for sure, man. Yeah. So it's, it's, this is, you know, this is just another, another kind of business venture, you know, that I've been able to do here based on, you know, the relationships that I have. Yeah. Uh, you know, we partner with a, with a wine distributor here in Mexico, uh, here in Riviera Maya, and we're going to be at Thompson Hotel Hyatt. Because they are currently, you know, this is the, you know, as far as tastemakers in the U.S., it's already available at most of the top-notch places Got you. in the state. So people want to be able to come back, come down to Mexico, and enjoy the same rosé that they've been drinking on it at, yeah. at the Hyatt and, and some of these other places. So. We're looking forward to uh, to having this here. Man, that's amazing, bro. Like, yeah. I think that was one topic, too, that I did want to talk through was just, like, your entrepreneurial endeavors because you've, yeah. you've had multiple businesses that you've started abroad. You know, people struggle yeah. to start a business in the U.S. Like, right, yeah. And I know it's big, you know, relationships are big, but, like, you bet on yourself. You know, I've seen you at China Box. You have a <laughs> food truck, um, one of the yeah. only Chinese food establishments in Playa del Carmen. Yes. Um, and you all are soon to be launching a brick and mortar location. Yes. You know, you are also like resident uh, hosting events, parties. Yeah. Um, the importing business, the supplement business in Brazil. So yeah. like, um, you know, did you study business in school? Like, what was it that was Well, just man, like... you know, it's just... No, I, I actually, I studied communications. Okay. You know, so, I, I studied PR and communications. So, yeah. I, you know, that particular part. Um, but, man, I've always just been a serial serial entrepreneur, man. If I see an opportunity, yeah, I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. You know, like, it, does, it doesn't matter. You know, yeah. like, you know, the relationships, you know, my, my, my frat brother, actually, it's his brand. Okay. With Lafette du Rosé. Okay. And so, a couple, about five years ago at Homecoming... You know, I saw that he was he was launching this brand, and he's a veteran in the wine and in the in the, in the, in the spirits industry mm. al- already. I saw he was launching. I'm like, you know, I, I bought a case, and I'm like, I was like, I tasted it. And I'm like, we need to bring this to Mexico. Yeah, like it's the perfect place to enjoy rosé. Three hundred Mexico, you can do it 365 days a year. Mm-hmm. So why not have my fraternity brothers rosé? Here in Mexico, where everything is already blowing up, yeah. Here in Tulum, in Playa del Carmen, in Cancun, that's how yeah. we we giving back that way, yeah. And and showing the people that we can do business in a foreign country and and make it happen, you know what I mean? And so that's that. And I mean, it's a value add. I mean, yeah, like Tulum yeah. is a, a hot spot for celebrities, athletes, exactly. You know, movie stars are coming down here. Mm-hmm. Um, the alcohol. You know, supply isn't always you know what people are expecting. Right. You know, right. when they get their drinks. So I mean, that's that's dope, man. I think even with China Box, it's like yeah, <laughs> all China of Box is was the same thing. It's a supply and demand. Yeah. You know, yeah. supply and demand. There wasn't any good Chinese food right. in Playa. Zero, yeah. like the kind that we used to grow growing up on. And mm-hmm. the good thing about Playa is that you have the the you have the fruits and vegetables. You have the ex- and that's a, another major key of living yeah. here as well. Yeah. So now we can do that with the food too. Mm-hmm. You can have the food tasting fresh. Like we want it. That's how I eat. Like I eat to live. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. living in Playa del Carmen is actually like probably shaved 10 years off of my life. Bro, I was saying you for look, real? you look my age, bro. Yeah. <laughs> You've been traveling for the past 10, 20 years. So I'm yeah. like, yeah. that is just proof in, in the concept like even yeah. me the longer i've been here i'm just like wow like my skin yeah. is getting better Blowing, yeah man and and naturally i'm sweating you know detoxifying right. my body i'm yeah. walking a lot more so a, yeah yeah um, man and that, and that's the lifestyle that people like and that's why i always try to try to tell people like man like you come here you don't have to take taxis and everything. Like, get a bike. Yeah. Walk. Honestly, walk, get like, a bike. Walk, get a bike, and see, like, and me, because that, you know, but I think so, we're, you know, we as, sometimes we as a people, we're so traumatized by living in the States and living in whatever communities that we're, we're not used to doing that. Yeah. But yeah. here, you can do that. It's okay. Like, yeah. you can, and that's that's actually how people get around. It's quicker. It's quicker. In Tulum, especially, bro. It's, it'll yeah. say 20 minutes to drive. 
five minutes to bike because you could go through right. those little cuts and, and you can meet and, people and it, you yeah you can things. meet people it is why like i've met a lot of people just walking, walking. bro exactly you, you see somebody you shout them right. out um you pass by things you won't notice yep see you're driving facts man and um but yeah that's mm-hmm. all part of that lifestyle too man yeah. i like to if i am in a city that has public transit i'm, I'm trying mm-hmm. that as long as it's safe and reliable right um and as far as like biking i would love to when my kids let me but you know <laughs> you, need to to get get man, you need to get one of those bikes with the with the with seat the, on the yeah, back yeah that's i've seen that a lot in brazil bro they do Everywhere. that here too I've, i don't see it as much here but <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get into that too but but anyway but the, with the entrepreneurial endeavors i think yes. that is honestly the best way to sustain this travel lifestyle because mm-hmm. you don't want to be tied to the nine to five. So you are yeah. looking out for those opportunities, man. Like when you got here, did you think that you were going to um, get into like a business venture or did you kind of like man, wait it out question. and just just yeah. connect people, people authentically and it turned into Yeah, that's, I mean, that, that's what, it, that, that's, that's, that's basically, that's what happened. You know, like at first, when I first came here, no. I wasn't looking to get into business here. Yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. That's a good question. I, I really wasn't. Like, but it just all came, it came authentically and it, it came organically. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's what it, that's what it came to. You know, you saw, you know, saw a need. Okay. If I'm living here, like if I'm okay, I, I live here. I'm a permanent, I'm a permanent resident. I got mm-hmm. a green card. I'm not. Yeah. I'm you're for not real. border hopping. No, I'm not border hopping. Visa runs. Yeah. No, 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 no. I live here for real. So if I'm going to be here and I'm going to, you know, I want to. I want to be able to give back in that way and be able to leave a lasting impression yeah. on this, on where I live. Yeah. Same where I would do if I lived anywhere else. And know? that's the thing, like when you are just kind of like the digital nomad trend of just being in your apartment, you're working for a U.S. company, and then you leave the house kind of in the evenings, you go shop at Walmart. You are, you're kind of like a ghost in the city that mm-hmm. is literally just using the city's resources. Boom, not to mention the visa runs, like, I get it if you yeah. want to check out the city for a couple, even like the first year if you're not sure yet. Right. But after a year or so, man, you should be yeah. applying for residency. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, nah, that's it. Yeah. It's great. For, yeah. Good perspective, man. Because it's and it need, that needs it needs to be heard, you know. Because I think a lot of people they come down here with that mentality, like yeah, yeah, and then you know set up shop. You know, if you gonna yeah. be here for real, like yeah, and do that. So yeah, because it's gonna it's gonna mess it up for the people that do want to. Like it's already mm-hmm. getting. Harder. I know a lot of countries are having the, the digital nomad visas. Visa, New yeah. visas are being rolled out, but right, they right. want to, you know, even on Mexico, it's been common to crack down lately. Mm-hmm. When you do come in, you know, yeah. they want to see that return flight if, okay. you don't, if you're not a resident. Because um, mm-hmm. you haven't been going back and forth much, but nah. now when you fly in, bro, they want to see, they're not giving you six months automatically. Oh, no? Um, no? Okay. Sometimes, yeah, in Mexico City, they'll give you like sometimes 90 days. Damn. And then, yeah, you'll have to have your return flight. It depends who is working. But, yeah, man. Make sure to get the right one. You see Because there are so many people overstaying visas. Right. Right. And it's like, yeah, you can't be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the expatting, that's, you know, that's, that's cool. But if you're going to, like, really stay here. And, yeah. like, I'm, like, you know, when I first moved here, okay, yeah, expat. But, like, I, I became a permanent resident. You yeah. Know, like, I, you know. And it's nice when you, when I fly into the airport and I, can, I go to the Mexico, it says, you know, the, uh, you know, tourists or, you know, yeah. I go, I go to the line that says yeah. Mexicanos. I live here. Is yeah. That- <laughs> and I, when I, when I go in that line, they, they be, you know, I, I wear a lot of times now I wear a Mexico hat. So they, and they respect, they like, yo, this dude, he's really, yeah, yeah. I'm really, I, I love Mexico. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. it here. Like I do, like it's a, it's a great place to be. It's a great, it's a great base. Like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for anything. You know, like I love, you know, I, I love other places all around the world. Could I live in Thailand full time? I don't think I can do it. Like I like I like being here because Plato Carmen is like in this whole Riviera Maya. Yeah, it's so accessible. Yeah, and it's it's hella it's very international. Yeah, you know what I mean like you can there's people coming in from everywhere all and that and for me that gets me like yeah. I'm an international swagger like it's not a vacation it's a lifestyle and I embody that and I like I love to surround myself around those kind of energies. Man. You know what I'm saying that that keeps me. Firing That's the thing, bro. Everything. Like, I and I lived in a more local city last year, but it's yeah. not the same when people aren't flying in. Yeah. When, when you see, yeah. when you don't see your people come in and be, it's like, what am I kind of? <laughs> 
you are just like the outsider forever kind of thing. Damn, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that's how it was for me. And, and when I got to Rio, I was like, I love this because yeah, Colombia was, was kind of the same, but I loved what, it. As far about, as like international people. Yeah, people of, were coming into Colombia, but it was more so, it felt more like the partying. Like was the most, right. you know, the prominent reason why they're coming. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like you, you get on a plane to Medellin or Bogota now, yeah. and it's like, it's just like eighty percent dudes on the plane. Yeah. It's like yeah, that's, that's the only nah, reason they're coming I down. Remember, yeah. That I remember, man, because it's crazy because, um, like, like I had been going to Colombia probably. I started going to Colombia maybe two thousand four. Yeah. Two thousand four, five, six, seven, and it was nobody was going. There. People thought it was. They were like. Why are you going mm-hmm. to Colombia? Like, and yes. even in the airports, like you wouldn't. I, I flew to Medellin. I had a homeboy out there. This was like 2008. There was no bachelor parties and all that. Like people yeah. coming, like a whole bunch of Americans. Yeah. But then I went. My boy, one of my frat brothers, got married. Not he was he was having his bachelor party there. Yeah, 20, not getting married. Yeah. That was bachelor party <laughs> in 2017, and that was my first time going to going to Medellin in like nine years. And I was on a plane. I was like, wow, this is totally different. Mm. It's a whole bunch of. American dudes getting yeah. ready to yeah, tear yeah, it up yeah. in, in Medellin. Yeah. I'm like, uh, it, it don't seem it don't seem the same now. You know what I mean? It's kind of. I was there earlier. Was that yeah. this year? Yeah, we. I was there at the beginning of this year, yeah. and um, I, we left from Florida, and like right. the flight was literally, literally it was dudes. It was a sugar babies with the older yeah. dudes. Like literally, yeah, yeah, I guess man. going back to Colombia, and I was right. like, whoa, like this is really. It's yeah. kind of like ingrained now in right. um, their their tourism. So Damn. I think it's you know yeah. once things blow up on social media, mm-hmm. um, and it's funny because this is a social media platform. But right. once things it's blow up, it's like <laughs> people will go in, in drones. Yeah. I don't know if you've yeah. seen um, recently the dude. Um, he was like a Twitch star, or whatever in New York City. He was okay. giving away a PlayStation. He incited a riot in New York. Really? Like, bro, yeah, okay. millions of people, I think, or thousands of people, I think, showed up, and they just wow. didn't have the structure for it. So social wow. media is, is powerful, man, and I think it is. It a is. lot of people are going to, um, yeah, experience the, yeah. The, the party aspect of, of Colombia. Right. Which, you know, to each his own. So. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, you got to um, do. Man, I lost what I was, what I was thinking <laughs> right before that. But yeah, I mean, mm. even like, I mean, all, I, I, I've always enjoyed going off the beaten path. You know what I mean? And like, even Playa del Carmen, at the time when I moved here, yeah. it was off the beaten path. Mm. Like nobody, people like Playa, like nobody knew who yeah. Playa was. Like, yeah. You know, but I, I was like, I was on some just discovery shit. You know, yeah. I just went and I was like, okay, this is a cool spot. You know, yeah. before Playa was like a little more of a party town, kind of, it was more of backpacker Hostel gotcha, kind of crowd gotcha. back then, you yeah. Know, 2013, house music, boom, boom. It wasn't people weren't coming here to be digital nomads. People, those people, because the internet wasn't really good. Yeah, people would yeah. be in Asia at this time, like, and so yeah. during when COVID hit, all those people from Asia was like, "I'm going to Mexico," because it was like, you know, it was close enough, and yeah, and and so yeah, so it it, it totally changed, and social media totally changed the perception of people from Mexico too. And I, I think that's for the, the good, thing. you know. Yeah, right. I, I think like for the fact that people have deemed this area dangerous for so long, right. it's crazy. It's crazy because you get here and it's like, whoa! <laughs> like you, no one's messing with you. You're walking the streets no. late at night. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I and I and I and I think it's. I don't even see white people getting messed with. Like Mexicans <laughs> in this area, I feel like are are super friendly. Like, yeah, maybe yeah, other yeah. border border towns, other right, cities. Yeah. It's a whole different story. Exactly. But, and and, and, um, and see the thing is the border town thing, right? So, a lot of times, most people's uh, interaction with Mexico, especially in California, is through border towns. Yeah, and yeah. So a lot of my homies from Cali, they you know they had these crazy things happen to them in Tijuana or. Right. Like these places but like right. you can't border towns are not that's not that's not real i'm not gonna say real mexico but that's not indicative of what mexico really is not at all you can't say yeah. matamoros and tijuana even though tijuana is getting nicer now. it is or, yeah i've yeah. heard they're building like skyscrapers in tijuana yeah high-rise condos so. but like interior mexico you go to mexico city it's gorgeous right. it's a world city right. they got pyramids amazing nightlife people like mexico city is a whole vibe within itself the museums mm-hmm. everything the culture it's like a yeah. beautiful city like, yeah i love mexico city yeah, yeah. but you know the, how they show mexico city on tv is you know they people getting kidnapped right. all the, the media depictions mostly have been over the years have yeah. been 
of that. So yeah. So yeah. You know. I, I think yeah, the perspective is shifting, but then an event mm-hmm. will happen, and people want to blame. It's a huge country. Mexico is a huge country, so yeah, yeah you know, cartel shit is they're out here. You know what I mean? Right, but like, they're right. not looking for tourists nah, to kidnap nah, and yeah. sell you on the black market. You know what I mean? Right, like, nah, they <laughs> are. It's organized crime, just like in the states, they have organized crime. So exactly. I think, um, yeah, people got to come out and just just experiences. So one thing I loved seeing too on your site, man, was just like, you know, your reason for curating events. I know you want people to be. Uh, to feel welcomed and connected and through the diaspora of the culture. Like Mm -hmm. um, when you're hosting your events now, man, like what do you want people to like feel when they, when they leave those, those events that you're DJing at, that you're hosting? Man, just to, man, just to, 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 you know, cause it's really like a, you know, the event, the the stuff that I curate here where where people enjoy, it's about, and that's why I'm very particular about the particular places that I work with. Like Mm -hmm. the customer service has to be on point. Mm -hmm. The, the drinks, the food, the, the ambiance, the music and environment, like, and really the, how, how I have my events and the music is a culmination of, like, of my travels, of my experiences. And, and so for me now, you know, I've, I've been mostly staying put and basing myself here the last three years because of that. Like, I want to be able to have that vibe that I've enjoyed all around the world. Yeah. And for everybody who's coming, y'all can enjoy that here too. You know I love that. Like, I love, yo, because, yeah. and first of all, the juke joint, that was the best guacamole I'd ever had. <laughs> the other girl said the same thing. Oh, yeah. Like, we're, ordered, we're sitting at the yeah. bar. I'm yeah, like, whoa, play. I don't it'll know what play. they put in this, but we yeah. were feeding on that. And yeah. then um, the customer service was dope. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely looking forward to going to um, some more while I'm here. Yeah, man. In yeah. Town. And it's important, man, because we want to, you know, people coming out, spending money, enjoying, have a good time. And yeah. Whether you live or you are expat or if you're visiting, like, yeah. It's you. You want to have a good experience. I know, like for me, that's that's why for China Box, we harp. We customer service has to be on point. Yeah, and that's what that's what was missing. It's very robotic. The customer mm. service here, for the most part, mm. and so we, I try to work with places and work with places and also create my own things where. Yeah. Because everybody I work with, customer service will be on point. Because that that will ruin someone's trip, man. Because like if you come here and you think you got gypped or they yep. were treating you different because you're American, yeah, that will really warp your whole perspective on your trip, your visit. Yeah, right? you may not want to come back, or yep. you know they think you they're trying to rip you off or something like that. Yeah, so, yeah, I'll, yeah. I, I enjoy that, and I love you know taking all of your travels from the places you've been. Yeah. I'm hearing it through your music too. Like. Thank you, the man. The tracks that you're DJing, so. Yeah, thank yeah. you, man. Yeah, it's important, yeah. man. Like, that's, yeah, it, it's important to be able to, to showcase that, because, like, that's, that's, like, that's just who I am, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day. Like, I want to be able to have, you know, when people come into anything I'm doing, I want people to have a good time. Yeah. Like, and to be able to enjoy it and, and go home, tell a friend, and, like, yo, you had a good, you know, there was, it was no crazy horror story in Mexico. No, you had a good time. It's a brothers and sisters and, yeah. and all types of people out there it's international yeah you know so that that's a that's been a beautiful thing about being able to curate uh you know all the events that i've done here bro that's dope so, and, I, yeah. and i'm gonna definitely get some content at the next one um the next couple of events and like bro because cool. people want to see what it's actually like you yeah know what I mean? and being absolutely. on fifth ave and, and all that kind of stuff yeah so yeah. um yeah, I mean, you know, before, like, and probably what I'm, you know, one of the first events I started doing here was, because I love film, yeah. right? So I would do, uh, one of my first ones, when I, I, would, I would do Cine Noir. Mm. So this was like 2021. I'm probably, I'm going to bring it back. i just been so busy, man, you know. Yeah. But. Life happens. Life happens, man. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's a, a film event where I, I have a, a, a film space in the jungle. Really? Not too far from here where okay. we had catered catered so far I, I did i did about six six screenings we did uh we did love jones um love and basketball what else coming to america yeah, too yeah that's dope so, it's so like in the night, jungle you have yeah, beautiful you have setting park screen, yeah yeah screen set, seating everything <laughs> you know what i'm saying we did poetic yeah. justice that's so the, you know I, I i try to focus on you know classic you know black films yeah, yeah. you know where but love where, jones where is people definitely a, yeah a love favorite. jones and oh we did jungle fever mm. and man this the and these are like all these movies i like i saw these like i saw jungle fever with my with my grandmother you yeah. know what i mean so like it's it kind of brought me back and we did some i did some commentary yeah. on it and it, it was a beautiful beautiful way and a beautiful evening for like families yeah. and kids to be able to enjoy 
you know, amazing cinema, good food, good drinks, you know. So that's just that's just another you know another one. You know, yeah, and I it sounds like do. like bringing back that small community feel to yeah. to um, somewhere where it's blown up. You know what I mean? Because now right. it's kind of like everyone's right. doing their own thing. Exactly. Since there are so many expats travelers here, yeah, that yeah. you want to bring it back to feel more more intimate, which is yeah, dope. yeah. Um, what about kids, man? So like, I know you have you have a kid. So yeah, like, yeah. How do you feel about raising kids in Mexico, in Playa, like yeah, compared <laughs> to the states or or man, just in general. Good question. Good question, man. So yeah, my my son, he my son is Brendan Gael. He was born here. He's nine years old, and uh, man, I'm 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 very glad that that I had him here. Yeah. You know. Okay. Like, you know he you know he's he's been you know we travel a lot. You know we've been yeah. in New York, Miami. So being a, so it's the same reason why I'm here. He likes to he likes to travel and base base himself out of here. Right. But he, you know he speaks Spanish, English, plays soccer, yeah. and just. He just, I just noticed the, the joy, you know, that he, that he, we're able to enjoy here. You know, he has joy, you know, when he was a toddler and kid, you know, we, we would be on Fifth Avenue and everybody <laughs> would be like, yeah. he had, he had his, uh, he had his, uh, his Audi. So oh, I, yeah, I, I yeah, bought an Audi car. for him. Yeah. So we would, I would be on a remote playing right on Fifth Avenue. Yeah. Like chilling yeah. every day. Like, and he would, just, he would love it. And so he, he was able to. To have a, a nice interaction with people and be and already be uh, kind of indoctrinated yeah. in like knowing people. And, yeah, because kids and, uh, get a lot of attention here, and like we we yeah. have a lot of parents ask us like, "What's it like raising kids yeah. in Mexico?" Mine are still very young, so right. I tell them what my experience has been like so far, which mm-hmm. is like they're you know welcomed everywhere. Yeah, it's yeah. a very family friendly culture. Family friendly. Yeah. You walk into a restaurant with babies, you know, everyone's carrying a baby in their hand, like yeah. walking down the street, so it's yeah. normalized. Versus, it is, it is. I like, feel like in the states it's more like, hey, you're be, you're you're bringing your kid here. Like this isn't a space for that. Yep, no, nah, you're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. So we we've loved it. Um, frankly, me and my wife yeah. raising our kids. So yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. The uh, yeah, they you know, kids get a lot of love here, man. Like yeah. there's a lot of activities and and people roll out the red carpet. You know what I'm they saying? Do. Like they don't. <laughs> it's not like. But Mexico was like that period anyway. It's yeah. family. Mexico was very, very family in that in that yeah. regard. You know, you go, you know, on Sundays, you know, I was just in Cozumel a couple of days ago. And just to see the amount of families, like, chilling together. The grand yeah. abuelita. Yeah. Just, they was on the ferry just relaxing, you know. Like, <laughs> it, it is beautiful. I love to see it because you don't, yeah. you don't see that in the States, man. Like, families nah. hanging out. On a Sunday at, yeah. at the beach, nah, like man, the, that's beautiful, man. The mall culture, the, the shopping culture too. That's yeah. one thing we noticed. Like yeah. they will all go out shopping together, together, and spend spend the, the time together. Yeah, spend time in the states, it's like everyone's working, heads down. Yeah, yeah. Once they're off work, everyone the does their own thing. Yeah, yeah. What has it been like? Not even hosting event an event, mm-hmm. but for you going on a group trip. Like, what were some of your favorite memories? Hmm. Damn. Cause now, now it's like now, <laughs> you got to get into detail. But, um, but now it's kind of like everyone is is hosting group trips. I think yeah, it's I becoming that. very popular. Yeah. Um, if somebody has a following, they want to host a trip. Right, I, right. But I know there's a lot that goes into it. Oh, absolutely. I know it's not a simple process. So. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> well, yeah, that's yeah. That's uh, like in because in 2024, I'm gonna I'm gonna start going back to hosting, uh, but trips of my own but kind of on a on a season seasonal basis so it's going to be based around the four seasons yeah so off the beaten path trips during the four seasons so i I have one for fall winter spring summer yeah all all, you know off the beaten path places that i'm extremely familiar with where i'm like extremely plugged in with Mm. to give people kind of a and, and i'm thinking about mostly focusing it on couples Really? That yeah, would be dope. just on couples, you know, yeah, like my wife would love that. Yeah, <laughs> just focusing on more on couples, yeah. you know, so where we could be able to have intimate dinners. Um, because you know, sometimes I've noticed with group travel dynamic, if it's just if it's more women or more men, it's like it, it, it goes can to go, one side of the other. It can go one side of the other, yeah. right? Like so, but you if you you traveling with, with couples, you guys couples y'all can still do your own thing. We yeah. can all still come together and do and do a lot of beautiful yeah. things as well. So, you know, it, in, in the four seasons of travel, it's going to be kind of based on how I like to travel anyway. So it's, you know, adventure, you know, nightlife, restaurants, that kind of that yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah. Well, I've always kind of traveled on. Yeah. But then, you know, so we probably some of the, the potential destinations that we're going to be looking at is 
Prague, Czech Republic. Like that's that's the first country I went to. Man. That's the first city I went to in Europe. I went to Prague three times yeah. before I went to India because I loved it so much. Yeah. And, like the people were so cool. Is that where they have a big boat culture in, in, in Prague? Prague? Nah, or beer culture. It? Okay, beer. Okay, beer okay. culture. A lot of art. Good jazz. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's it, and it and it's it's sexy. Like the architecture is fly. Man. You know, so like that's though that's kind of the that's that's the mode I'm going into for like when I'm. Yeah. For next for twenty twenty four. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> when I'm stepping out, I wanna I'm not going I don't really need to turn you know, no, nah, I want yeah, I, I like quality experiences. Yeah. I like to be around quality people. So that's the vibe what we're man. gonna be attracting. We're definitely gonna me? be looking out for that too. Yeah, man, you know y'all you you know y'all you and wife here are welcome. Y'all yeah. gotta come in, y'all you guys will enjoy it. Yeah, for you know sure. For sure. Absolutely. So man, it was man, good sitting down with you, Rashid. Man. And, like we Amazing, man. We Good done stuff. learned a lot about each other, man. Yeah. Like I was like, I have to interview this bro because we kept <laughs> bumping into each other. I'm just like, yeah, okay, we're definitely gonna catch up. And yes, um, yes. when we got here, we weren't even thinking about starting this podcast. It was okay. something we kept putting off and putting off. And I'm like, yo, there's too many interesting people's stories yep. that I think people would resonate to for mm. the entrepreneurs, for the yeah. people who want to be, um, you know, go out and 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 have like a classy night. You know, or yeah, classy time exactly. and connect you to tourists because they'll be like, "Shit, who do I need to call when I get to yeah. Riviera Maya?" It's, yeah, you know, Rashid, I'm gonna you know see what events he has going yeah. on. So definitely yeah. check me out. Um, you guys can follow me, International Swagger on Instagram. Um, Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, Cancun alumni coming soon, and be on the lookout for Lafette Rose. Yes, International Swagger. It's not a vacation; it's a lifestyle. I know the vibes. Appreciate it, Justin. Hey, man. Good stuff, bro. Appreciate you having me. No doubt, man.